right. Well, thank you for joining. do appreciate you coming in and listening to our podcast this week. We are very um, thankful that's, that we've been given this opportunity um, through this uh, podcast to meet with you. And we pray that it's a blessing to you. And we hope that just maybe nothing we can say, but something God can do through his word um, would reach you and encourage you uh, spiritually um, in your walk with the Lord. We are very thankful that God has chosen to give us another day in this weary world we're in. There's a lot that goes on and a lot of sadness and a lot of uh, strife. There are a lot of people that are facing adversity right now. God's people are, are in a battle, in a storm. And we are having to stand against uh, the wiles of the devil. I do believe that Satan is doing a lot to try to reach God's children right now and try to distract them and hurt them. And I just pray that we will um, focus upon the truths of Scripture. And as we study in Philippians, I uh, don't have many verses tonight. I believe we'll be able to find some, some good truth um, in this Scripture. And so we've been studying about Paul and his writings here to uh, the church at Philippi. And you'll find him taking the bonds in Christ that uh, he's put in and exalting his almost slavery to the Lord Jesus. And he's lifting that up and, and pointing out that it's not a bad thing to feel like you need to serve the Lord, to feel like that you, if you didn't serve God, you wouldn't be doing right in your life. He points out very clearly that um, it, it, it's vital for him to serve the Lord. And so he gets here, and I want to thank specifically tonight in Philippians chapter number 1, If but just for a few moments, I want to think about the aspect or the mindset of Paul selling out to Christ, selling out to the Lord. I believe he was a man that was truly sold out. I mean, you hear that, and I've heard people say that, and I... I've heard people talk about rededication to Christ, and I've heard people talk about them selling out to him and, and these things. This is a this is a man. His life was a, an, a the epitome of selling out to Christ. His life was an example, um, a, bitch, a, a benchmark, if you will, that we would want to live up to, a specific um, goal that we'd want to achieve. Not that we want to be like Paul, as he'll specify here, but we want to be like Christ inside of him, that we want to take this wicked, evil body, take this flesh, and let the Lord be exalted through it. And I think that it's important for us to understand that as we walk through our lives, that we need to realize that in this world, as, as difficult as this world is, as trying as this world is, as tough as the world is, that we can live lives that reflect good on the Lord. We can live lives that would bring people to the Lord um, because of what they can see in us. There's nothing that I can do that can save anyone, but yet it's the walk and the way that I live, what people see through me that could draw them to serving and living for the Lord. And so we find that true in the life of Paul, and specifically back into Philippians 1, we will look um, beginning in, uh, in verse number uh, 18, we'll begin to look. The Bible says, What then, notwithstanding every way, whether in pretense or in truth, Christ is preached, and I therein do rejoice, yea, and will rejoice. For I know that this shall turn to my salvation through your prayer and the supply of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, according to my earnest expectation and my hope that in nothing shall I be ashamed. 
but that with all boldness, as always, so now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by life or by death. Now, this is a man that has accepted that whatever he's doing, wherever he is, that he wants to live for God. This is a man that's understood and accepted that if he's uh, going to live a life uh, on this earth, that he can't live it without Jesus uh, in the forefront of his mind and as the, the benchmark of his ways and the things he does. This is a man that has accepted that he's going to have to live for the Lord or he'll just rather die. And I believe we need to learn a little bit from him in our walks with the Lord because we see, and it says, according, according to my earnest expectation and my hope in verse number 20, that in nothing I shall be ashamed. And Christ is being magnified through Paul, through, the, through his life and through his walk, and Christ is being greatly magnified. And and he says that in nothing shall I be I, nothing I shall be ashamed. Now I remember as a new Christian when I first got started um, trying to live for the Lord, and and it was it was easy for me to go to school, and I was in elementary school, and uh, I, it was easy for me to go to school and to walk for the Lord and live for the Lord and tell people about God, um, because I just had this great burning in my life, and I remember. Uh, specifically as I got into being a little bit older, I started caring a little bit more what people thought. I was greatly driven by the, the thought or concern that maybe someone thought that I was, uh, you know, maybe, maybe I was doing something that was embarrassing. Maybe, you know, it wasn't the cool thing to live for the Lord, or it wasn't a cool thing to go to church and carry your Bible. And, uh, so as I got to high school and I really just, got to that point i realized that for so many years through my middle school age and my high school early high school age i had walked like you know i was ashamed of the lord and i got so convicted about that because i realized how shallow my walk in my life was because here i am redeemed from hell god had done so much for me god continued to bless me he continues to bless me as i walk and I lived and acted as if I was ashamed of him. And that was just wrong of me to do that. And I, I realize now what a great, grave mistake that is because there's never been a time, and, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll hasten for just a second because that point that I want to make um, is, is really good, I believe. But I, I was ashamed of him. And I realized that for so many years, for so much time, I walked like I was ashamed of him. Uh, of him. I, I acted as if I was ashamed of him. And that wasn't the right way for me to be. I realize and recognize that sometimes it's hard to go against that grain when we look at the world and we see our friends. Maybe they don't take uh, partake in the in the Christian ways and Christian walks. Maybe they don't look at things the way we do or value uh, spiritual things like we do. But we have to understand that as we walk, there was never a time that Christ was ashamed of us. Rather, he's at the the right hand of his Father, making intercession for us and saying that you know he loves us and he cares for us. And we have to understand that uh, in, in our walks with the Lord, we can't walk as if we're ashamed because he's never once been ashamed of us. And I think that that's true today. What we're seeing is we're seeing a lot of Christians that aren't speaking up, aren't saying what they think, aren't speaking what they believe because they're ashamed of the gospel, because they're ashamed of the truth, and they're afraid of what society will do to them if they stand up and they speak their mind. It's important that we are not ashamed and that and 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 that in nothing we will be ashamed. I think that Paul said that, and I believe it was true that that he said, in nothing I shall be ashamed. 
And I think that it is important for us in our walk with the Lord, if we want to sell out to the Lord and we want to say, God, I want you to take my life, make it what you want it, give me what you want, take me where you want me to go, and Lord, just make me who you want to be. I've said that a lot of times, and I don't know. There's there's been many times that I've said that, and I haven't meant it, but I, I mean it tonight that we need in our lives to relinquish the power to the Lord because it, this is the blessing that he's given us. Our life is what he's given us, and when He when we sin and we do wrong and we act like we, we don't care and we act like we don't love him, he was never ashamed of us, but rather he is an intercessor. Rather, he is standing beside uh, his his father and saying, that's my child, forgive them. Look at my scars. Look at my wounds. Look at where I was beaten. Look at where I was killed upon the cross of Calvary. And he's making intercession for us, so we need to purpose in our heart not to be ashamed of him. But that with all boldness, and that's something that you can access is boldness. By not being ashamed of him, you can access true boldness. Now, some people are are think they're bold, but they're just plain rude. And I talked about that last uh, last time we did one of these uh, midweeks. And and I, I mentioned how that there was a time in my life that I thought I was being bold, and and I really wasn't. I was just being rude. True boldness looks like somebody being able to preach the hide off truth, or stand up and just absolutely say uh, say something that's controversial, but they say it from such a, a godly, holy spirit that they don't hurt. They don't truly hurt anyone's feelings, um, but but people that maybe do not care uh, as much for what they're saying, maybe someone who who doesn't want to hear it, people who know they need to change, that's the people that get hurt. But um, but even then, it, once they recognize those people, once they realize maybe that they do need to make a change in their life, they realize they're not hurt at all, and that they appreciate that someone speaking the truth to them. And so we want to access. We don't want to be ashamed of God. We want to access boldness. And it goes on to say, as always, so. Now, also Christ shall be magnified in my body. And so if we're not ashamed of Christ, we are enabled with boldness to to live for him and walk for him. We are enabled to live lives that reflect him um, with boldness. And then we see that we, we realize that he is actually being magnified in our body. Not, nothing that this flesh can do that that makes any kind of difference but it's christ through us it's like that old song this little light of mine uh, i'm going to let it shine and that's that's our choice that's our decision of whether or not we're going to let the light shine uh before men and so it's important to understand that that Christ actually can be magnified in this body. I'm afraid there are too many people that have decided that that this life is it. That you know what, I'm just not going to give it any, give any chance or any hope to trying to live for God because you know I'm just going to die one day and I'll get a new body and and we'll be okay. And that is the wrong mindset. We have to understand that while we're here, God wants us to be a good example of him. And the Lord has saved us and redeemed us from hell. And he wants us to tell others about him. And there's a lot of Christians that walk around and they don't let Christ be magnified through them, whether it be because uh, they're caught up in some kind of sin in their life. They've got something standing in the way that won't let them, won't let them move forward. Maybe they're standing uh, uh, you know, in, in a path that they shouldn't be and it's preventing them from truly serving the God uh, or truly serving God. And I believe that unfortunately some people, uh, some people are standing very, very, uh, uh, 
boldly in the wrong way, very, very arrogantly um, in, in defense. They're, they think they're the only ones. They think that their body's the only, their hide's the only one that's going to get out of here unscathed, and that's not true. We all know that this flesh that, that we, we are hanging on to, this flesh that we're in, it's going to die one day, and it's going to go back to the ground. And spiritually, we're going to be caught up, and we're going to go... <clears throat> One way or the other, we're going to go to heaven or we're going to go to hell. And we understand and know that while we're on this earth, we need to be telling people about the Lord. We need to be examples for the God for, for God. And somebody that is sold out to the Lord is going to allow Christ to be magnified in their body. And it goes on to say, whether it be by life or by death, understanding and knowing that whatever circumstance, whatever situation, whatever happens, whatever we face, whatever stands before us, that we're going to choose to live for the Lord. We're going to choose to live for God, and we're going to stand for him and the truth of his word. And uh, you, excuse me, you've got to bear with me a little tonight. I'm facing um, <clears throat> facing a headache, and uh, I'm just, uh, just trying to push through here. Um, <clears throat> but uh, Christ it should be magnified in us in our in our body even this filthy body there can be and that, and that's the thing that's what's so wonderful about this spiritual relationship to the Lord we have is that even though I'm dirty and I'm evil and I'm mean and I'm messed up inside of me there is truth and there is godliness and there is holiness and if I allow that to shine out people can see that and use that as an example for truth and godliness and holiness he goes on and he says, whether it be by life or by death, and part of selling out to God, part of truly living for the Lord, part of not being shamed, part of being boldened, emboldened by the word of God, part of letting Christ be magnified through you is that you disregard what happens to you. When you accept, and I, I'm, this is a journey I'm on, and I want you to take this journey with me, to accept that our body is not, a, our, our flesh is not eternal, that this walk upon this earth is not going to last forever, that there is a day coming along in the future where we will all die. It's appointed to every man to die. And we know that it's coming. We know that it's in front of us. We know that we're facing it. And if we want to let God be magnified through our bodies, we've got to relinquish the life he's given us back to him. Don't be ashamed of him. Let him you, and, and when you get rid of that and you're not ashamed of him, you will find boldness that is freeing like you've never believed in your life. And that's what allows you to magnify him through your body, this flesh. People see through the flesh because they're looking, they're hungry. They know, even the, the, the sickest, ungodliest person, I think deep down somewhere they realize that death is so close. They're scared to death of it. They are literally, <laughs> they are scared to death of dying. They are concerned because all they want to do is hold on to what they've got here. It goes on to verse 21 and it says, For to me... To live is Christ, and to die is gain. Saying, Lord, this life that you've given me, I'm going to give it back to you. I'm going to bless you with it. I'm going to say, God, I know what your purpose is for me and my walk. I know what you want me to do, and I know how you, how you want me to live. And I'm going to relinquish this back to you. 
For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. Recognizing that if I'm on this earth and I'm walking and I'm living and I'm going along on, on this on this old earth, that I'm here to magnify my Savior. And that if I'm here and my days are drawing nigh and I'm going to die and I'm going to pass on into the into eternity, that it's gain. That I get to spend eternity with the Lord Jesus in heaven. I get to see God and spend eternity with him, my creator. And I'm not going to have this flesh to worry about. But while I'm here and while I'm walking, I shouldn't be ashamed of him. I should be emboldened by the cross of Christ. And I should let him be magnified through my body. We've got a baby on the way. We were talking Sunday and Shelby said, what what do you think about having a dedication service once that that baby's born. And I, I think that's a great idea. And I think, Lord willing, we're going to do that. I'd love to. But as I was thinking about that, I realized that it's a daily walk, even before my son's here, living and walking like, Lord, this is a blessing you've given me, not, not a possession for me to hide or shroud or hold on to, but it's a blessing that God's blessed me with, and I should relinquish that back to him because it was first a blessing that he gave to me. It's the same with our life. I can have a service and say, I'm dedicating my life to the Lord, but I've got to live it every day. I, and that's fine. Get up in front of your church and tell them that you want to live for God, but don't leave that at the altar. Don't leave that on, on the stage. When you leave... Act like it. And that's what I'm learning with this this child. It works the same way. I can have a service and I can say we're going to live for God and try to teach him and raise him right. But if I don't actually do it, if I don't actually live that way, it's not going to benefit me at all. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. God will embolden you and empower you like you've never believed. And you'll see Christ magnified through you in your life. You'll experience true joy. And you won't care what your predicament is. I know that sounds crazy, but as difficult as things can be, when you're at peace with the Lord, as difficult as times can come, you can find peace and happiness in that valley. Let Christ be magnified through you. I'm going to pray and we'll be done. Thank you for your time. Bless you. We're praying for you all. Pray, God, that will help you in your life and in your walk. And I know times are tough and they're trying, but I believe God wants to do something for his people. He hasn't left us. He hasn't forsaken us. Lord, we love you. We thank you for the time we've had together in study of your word. God, we thank you for the truth of your word. We thank you for the eternity of your word. God, it just continues to amaze and show us that we're so small and we really don't understand the magnitude of you and all that you do for us. Pray for each and every one, uh, God, that's uh, part of this, that have listened to this this podcast, and we pray, Lord, that you'd just bless them. Pray, God, that you'd fill them with your spirit. God, I pray that you would just help us to live focused upon you. I pray that you would show us God, the way to walk in our lives. Pray, Lord, that you just help us to be the type of people we need to be. And, God, we wouldn't just get in an altar and just say words, but, God, we would 
mean what we say. I pray, God, that we would allow you and your son Jesus to be magnified through our body with no regard of what this life brings, as long as it brings a good testimony to you and Jesus, your son. Lord, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.